Welcome to Healthful, I'm Saluni. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about exercise, ways to do it, why it's important, and how to get started because quarantine is a great time to get started with all the extra free time we have. During quarantine, I've been dancing, playing volleyball, stretching, and doing the viral Chloe Ting workout challenges, which I will link below. With all of these, I feel stronger and have gotten visibly stronger and more confident. Importantly, I'll also be discussing body image, how to gain confidence with your body, your appearance, and how to develop a positive body image. Because honestly, it's a thing that a lot of people struggle with, and it affects their mental health. Nobody should feel ugly in their body. Body image is the way you see yourself in your physical body. It's about what you think about your body and your confidence in it. It can be positive if you feel good in your body and negative if you don't. It's also about what you do in relation to how you look. For example, you don't like your body so you only wear oversized baggy clothes. Positive body image is very important because it's connected to overall self-esteem. Women are more likely to have negative self-esteem than men, but it affects people of all genders. There are some ways you can improve your body image. The first thing you need to do is identify and recognize your thoughts. A lot of the time we aren't aware of our thoughts because they're so automatic, so you need to pay attention to what you think about your body. So how do you feel when you look in the mirror? Do you feel more comfortable in certain clothes? Are you less confident about certain parts of your body? Think about why you're criticizing yourself. Do you feel like you should be skinnier? You're too skinny. Are you insecure about your arms, stomach, or are you criticizing yourself because someone told you that you're fat or something else and let me just say if someone's criticizing your appearance please don't let that get to you and if someone ever criticizes you i would just say feel bad for them because they don't know better than to criticize someone for their appearance it is in their wrong and not your wrong for just existing in your body so that should not be a reason for you to have a negative body image Also, please don't compare yourself to other people, especially people you see on social media, because especially with celebrities, on social media, looks can be deceiving. People can Photoshop, and it's not realistic. For example, the Kardashians set unrealistic beauty standards through a lot of plastic surgery, and people compare themselves to this even though it's unnatural to look like it, and then they feel bad about themselves. Looking like them is unrealistic unless you have a personal trainer, specialized meals, plastic surgery, and maybe facetune. And there isn't an ideal body figure, and first everyone needs to start believing that. The quote quote ideal body figure changes from time to time. For example, back in history, being bigger was seen as more attractive because it showed that they're rich and have more food. Now people think it's about having an hourglass figure. Your body shape doesn't just mold to fit the standards every time it changes, that's ridiculous. If you think about it, your body isn't made to look perfect or for you to feel bad about its appearance. It's literally meant to serve you in your life. It has so many incredible functions that you need to appreciate, not hate on. Some people are born unlucky without some of these functions and without some body parts. Some people can't walk or even move. Be thankful for your body because it's the reason you have this life no matter what it looks like, so why hate on it? I recommend to write out a list of things you love about yourself and your body and also identify things you love about yourself that doesn't have to do with your physical appearance like your personality traits like kind, caring, generous, etc. 
Being beautiful is about what's on the inside. I don't care if a person looks amazing, every part of their body is perfect, but if they're rude and disrespectful, I don't want anything to do with them. I'm telling you that you look amazing, and if exercising and its results make you more confident, do it. I'm gonna get into that now. Exercising is an important part of your physical health, but also mental and social health. Most people only think of it as a way to get fit, but it does so much more than that. So first, let's talk about how you benefit from it. I'll also be speaking from personal experience because I started working out almost every day in quarantine, and I've definitely noticed a difference. It improves your mood, it keeps me busy, and it obviously contributes to your health. Physically, it helps you by controlling your weight, and this is not just for the purpose of looking good. Being overweight or obese increases blood pressure and increases the risk of heart attack, stroke, kidney disease, and in turn death. Exercise to decrease these risks and possibly add years to your life. It delivers oxygen and nutrients to your tissues and improves the function of the cardiovascular system and lung health. Exercise benefits you mentally by making you happier and more confident. I know it made me more confident in my body and my appearance. It makes you happier by stimulating chemicals in your brain that also make you more relaxed and reduce anxiety. Working out also increases productivity because not only is working out itself productive, but it also improves your mental capacity and gives you more momentum, energy, and endurance to keep going during the rest of the day. You won't get tired as easily in your everyday life. And as long as you don't exercise too close to bedtime, it can help you fall asleep faster and more deeply, which has really helped me because I'm usually a terrible sleeper. Last but not least, it's fun. Not always, but you can make it fun. I dance as a workout and that's really fun to me. It's probably my favorite way to work out because it's enjoyable and it can really make you sweat and get your heart beating. I also recommend dancing if you don't like cardio. I'll link below a dance workout YouTube playlist by fitness YouTuber MadFit where you do dance workouts to famous singers and genres. It's also more fun to work out with people. You can go out on a run or ride bikes with your friends or do yoga with them. Playing a sport is also a fun way to stay active. I play volleyball with my friends and it doesn't feel like I'm working out. It just feels like I'm having fun with the benefits of working out. So that's how exercise benefits you socially as well. Before we go into how you can exercise and tips I have, you need to know that you must warm up before any type of exercise you do because it helps prepare your body for your workout. It'll loosen your joints and increase blood flow to your muscles as it raises your body temperature. As your joints and tendons are now warmed up, they'll be ready to take on movements that would be very sudden or explosive if you didn't warm up. Your body just would not be ready for that. So make sure to warm up your body. It only takes like 10 minutes. I will link my favorite warm-ups in the description. Exercise doesn't have to be lifting weights, running, or doing push-ups. You can actually exercise in more ways than you think for different benefits. There are four types of exercise to improve your health. They are endurance, strength, balance, and flexibility. Endurance is also known as Arabic. 
These types of exercises increase your heart rate and breathing. It helps you perform tasks in everyday life. It improves your heart, lung, and circulatory system health, as well as prevent diabetes, heart disease, and colon and breast cancers. Endurance exercises can be walking or running, dancing, playing sports like tennis, and riding a bike. Walking is great because it's something that pretty much everyone can do. Your grandparents can use that as a form of exercise because it keeps them active at a later age. Running and walking can prevent obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, and some forms of cancer. It burns calories and can add years to your life. If you walk outside, you get more vitamin D, which leads to better eye health and fights illnesses. Going on a morning walk or run is very productive and it's a really refreshing way to start the day, especially if you're walking around outside. Strength exercises improve your muscle strength. Lifting weights is the best way to build muscle. It'll also help you burn body fat, strengthen your bones and joints, reduce injury risks, and improve heart health. But if you don't do it correctly, it can cause you harm. You should start off with lighter weights that you can lift several times without a break to slowly introduce this weight training to your body since it isn't natural. You can add weight as you get stronger and as the weights get too comfortable for you. You can also add resistant bands as you get stronger to make things more difficult. It is also extremely important that you're practicing good form to avoid injuries, like practicing good posture. You should also take rest days, the number depending on how intense your workout is. Take at least one rest day a week though to allow your body to recover. This replies to every moderate to very difficult exercise. Balance exercises are important because it prevents falls and makes it easier to perform everyday activities like walking on stairs, walking on uneven surfaces, and standing on tiptoes to reach something. Better body balance is required not just for these but for every movement we make, and it's important at all ages. Good exercises to practice balance are tree pose, single leg deadlifts, and squats on a bosu ball. Flexibility exercises are very important because it improves posture, mobility, muscle coordination, helps with muscle soreness, and reduces the risk of injuries. They are basically stretches. You should do flexibility exercises after a workout as a cool down. I do stretches after every workout that I do because it allows for the recovery of your heart rate, blood pressure, and regulates blood flow. It's relaxing and after stretching after every workout, I've noticed that I've gained flexibility because my muscles started off very stiff. I will link my favorite cool downs in the description. If you want to see the full results of your workouts, it's not enough to just exercise. You also need to make sure you're eating healthy because exercise actually won't do much for you and your weight if you aren't eating nutritious foods, according to dietitians and researchers. An episode about nutrition, different diets, and veganism will be on the way. You also need to make sure you are getting enough sleep. Sleep allows your muscles to recover between workouts. You need proper sleep in order to have the energy to exercise. If you don't sleep enough, you won't be as physically active during the day and during workouts. You need to watch all of these things before you can expect results. Thank you for listening. This was Saluni with Helpful. Being a vegan can mean you get a lot of nutrients in everything we talked about. But you need to do it correctly in order to eat the right foods and get these nutrients. Becoming a vegan isn't easy. There are a few things you need to watch out for. Even though vegans can get a lot of nutrients, there's a risk of deficiencies in some, including vitamin B12.
It's important in maintaining our blood flow and brain function. However, it's mostly found in animal products. If you don't get enough B12, you might feel tingling, depression, balance issues, and memory problems. To get B12 as a vegan, eat nutritional yeast, healthy cereal, and soy milk. If you're a vegetarian, pescatarian, or not fully vegan, eat dairy, eggs, fish, and selfish to get your B12. Another thing vegans might be missing is enough zinc, which is very important for your immune system. It's limited in plant-based foods. If you don't get enough, you can end up with a weak immune system, hair loss, and diarrhea. Some of the best vegan foods with zinc are healthy cereal, yogurt, cashews, and chickpeas. Vegans or vegetarians might also have a deficiency in iron, which you can get from eating beans, lentils, spinach, healthy cereal, cashews, and tofu. There could also be a possible deficiency in omega-3, which you can get from algae, chia seeds, and walnuts. Vitamin D, which you can get from orange juice, soy milk, cereal, and mushrooms, but the best source is by spending time in the sun. Calcium, which you can get from greens, black beans, chickpeas, soybeans, and almonds. Protein, which you can get from legumes, whole grains, soy, nuts, and seeds. And vitamin B2, which you can get from almonds, spinach, and mushrooms. All of these nutrients are very important in everyone's diets, but unfortunately, it's harder to find in a vegan diet because you're not eating meat, dairy, or eggs, which have a lot of protein and iron. You need to make sure you're incorporating these nutrients into your diet because they all play an important role in the way your body functions. And I would also recommend taking additional over-the-counter supplements as well if needed, especially if you're a vegan. So now I'm going to go into my advice for people that see the benefits of going vegan, want to become vegan, but they're just so heavily attached to meat and dairy that they feel like they can't ever give it up. Because honestly, I kind of feel the same way. It can be hard to imagine life as a vegan because you're sacrificing these really good tasting foods that you're so used to eating every day. So how can you be vegan? You also have the option of going vegetarian first, and although going vegetarian does reduce your carbon footprint, it doesn't reduce it as much as going vegan does because dairy farming is also a big problem. Dairy cows produce an enormous amount of greenhouse gases because of belching and flatulence. A single dairy cow produces more than 330 kilograms of methane a year, and methane is 25 times worse than CO2 for the environment. A lot of people go vegetarian first and after some time they become vegan. That would probably be the best option if you're a big meat eater. Also let me say it won't be as hard as it seems to become vegan because there are so many vegan alternatives these days. There's vegan butter, vegan meat, vegan yogurt, plant-based milks, etc. People have figured out how to make vegan eggs, vegan mac and cheese, etc. So you won't be missing out on all your favorite foods as much as you think. There are so many vegan recipes on the internet and there's also a vegan channel called Goodfill on YouTube that I will link down below which will be of some use to you. You can also start off by going vegan for some days of the week. For example, start off by going vegan on the weekends and slowly increase it. Or do the viral 7 day vegan challenge where you go vegan for a week and see how that is for you. Then slowly get used to it. There is nothing that says you have to be vegan. You can still limit your meat and dairy consumption or go vegetarian or vegan on the weekends. 
There are so many ways to do it, so do your research first. For me, going vegan or vegetarian or at least limiting meat and dairy is definitely worth it when you look at the benefits for the environment, animals, our future on this planet, and yourself as long as you do it correctly. I know I'll start limiting these foods for myself and see how it goes. Good luck and thank you for listening and considering going vegan. This was Saluni with Healthful.